Hi, and welcome to today's episode of the Profit Productivity Podcast. It's your host, Michael Tipper. Who else would it be? Now, today's episode is called Getting Insights is Like Waiting for a Bus. Now, I get flashes of insights on a regular basis. Unfortunately, they don't always come when they're most needed and don't line themselves up in an orderly queue. Now, I might have to wait ages for one, and all of a sudden, three come along at once, just like waiting for a bus. And that happened today. So today, I've got insights usually actually they came when I was meditating this morning and then throughout the day but the big meaty ones came through my meditation this morning and so I got these insights I got an insight on the importance of feeding your mind with good stuff and I'll explain all these in a second Uh, why it's the little things that make a big difference the power of marginal gains and how asking the right question can open up the mind but today's not all hunky-dory in the land of my productivity development as you'll discover at the end of today's episode so garbage in garbage out I listen to a lot of motion. No, I'll start again. <laughs> I might listen to it, but I can't say it. I listen to a lot of motivational material, and I've realised over the years that if I fill my mind up with a lot of negative, then that's what I tend to focus on. Because allowing the news and the and negativity and uh, that stuff, it it will create a filter. It will colour your mind, and it will start to filter what you see through that lens of negativity. Now, conversely, if I let positive messaging come into my mind, if that's all I let into my mind, I tend to have a much more positive outlook on life. When that happens, I'm much more of a possibility thinker and I tend to go about my day with a much better attitude. Bad stuff still happens, but I handle it way better when I have got that frame of mind. Now, more most recently... Well, over the years, I've read lots and lots of books and listened to lots of tapes. Of course, when I say tapes, that gives an indication of just how old I am, because I used to listen to tapes before it came to CDs and before it came to MP3s. So I used to listen to a lot of positive motivational stuff and have done for for years. Uh, now, my positive input usually comes from listening to motivational videos on YouTube and watching uplifting podcast interviews. Uh, and, but there's so much out there. How do you limit yourself to um, the good stuff? Well, I my channel of choice is Tom Bilyeu's Impact Theory. It is a stunning collection of interviews with some amazing people. But he has become the mindset guy, probably the most powerful, most inspirational, motivational speaker on the planet right now, and certainly online. This is a guy who went from struggling with all sorts of challenges, with anxiety, with being overweight, with not being effective, to ending up building a billion-dollar health business, which he sold and must have made a fortune. And now he's using his money to help other people understand how they can use and how they can grow and develop their mindset to become even better. And what he's done is through all his interviews, all his reading, through all his experience, he started to talk and make these very, very powerful motivational speeches based around his thoughts on inspirational quotes and the insights he's got are the the fundamental principles of success aren't necessarily new there's nothing new out there however it is the explanation the expression of them and the way of making them more accessible to more people because of the way the different angles he comes at at uh, the different stories the different insights the different questions the different challenges he creates a new way of looking at stuff which uh, I think no one else does. He is so fresh 
and having listened to hundreds if not thousands of hours of motivation material over the years it's it is it is inspirational so his speeches are brilliant especially the ones on his inspirational quotes and i find them i've put i've made a note here most uplifting it's more than that it is just enriching it it connects with my soul it reminds me it it fills up my internal motivation. I'm getting an external boost. It fills up my internal motivation. Now, I usually play them during my morning routine when I'm doing my breathing exercise and press-ups. And I get a daily dose of positive right at the beginning of my day. Now, it's like having your own personal motivational coach whispering positive affirmations and great ideas into your ear while you exercise. It gives me strength. It reminds me my quest is a marathon, not a sprint. It reminds me to be successful. I've got to raise my game. It reminds me it's not going to be easy, but most of all, it reminds me if I put the work in, then I'll achieve my goals. And I thought it just worth sharing that because I I read a book beginning of the year by Trevor Moad called It Takes What It Takes. And he talked about how he, he, he recommends not positive thinking, but neutral thinking, and neutral thinking is a, a clear sight recognition and acknowledgement of reality and then dealing with it. And he said, if you just stop saying negative stuff to yourself, your life will be so much better. If you just stop the negative input, it will be so much better. And that's resonated with me. And for the last, or certainly about a year ago, I started following what's happened in the US political scene because I was fascinated by the impeachment hearings and what was going on there and then just follow that through and of course then into how COVID was being dealt with and it's been fascinating watching that and I got drawn into it but then I realised I was watching this soap opera of politics play out on the world stage with all the negativity or the bile or the, the destructive or the, uh, the lack of trust and everything else that was going on and the criticism between the, the, the warring factions in the different political parties. And I realised that actually whilst that was a fascinating viewing, an insight into human nature, it wasn't doing me any good. So I cut that out. I think it's now nearly 70 days since I've watched the news by accident, I've caught a couple of things when I've been walking past a radio that's on, but I have not watched or read any news-based material for all that time. And it's done me a lot of good. And I know in Trevor Mowat's book, he talked about how he put himself on the reverse of that. He did 30 days of just death thrash metal, country music, watching particular news channels, that just reading all the negativity and how it affected him. So I think it's really important to recognise that we like to think maybe we're in control of what we think about, but actually there's a huge amount of influence that goes on from the media that we watch. And if you are someone who is on social media, the Facebooks of the world, the YouTubes, you will find that your viewing, what is brought into your awareness, will be very much controlled by your previous viewing. And, your, and they'll be showing you stuff that you... Uh, they believe that you are drawn to. And what will happen is that you'll start to see these things and it'll be consistent with the filters that you have and you'll believe that that's reality. When all it is is just a filter you're looking through. And it's something that um, I'm very conscious of. And if I'm going to look through a filter, I'd rather it be a positive, uplifting one. So um, that's that. God, I got off my soapbox about that now. Now, what the next thing I want to talk about is this. It's the little victories that make a big difference. Now, this morning, again, listening to Tom Bilyeu, and the reason why I've just done that bit about the garbage in, garbage out is because of th- this little story now that happened to me. 
Um, Tom Biddy quoted Jocko Willink, who is this scary ex-Navy SEAL, who uh, is just this real badass, who straight down the line, discipline, no-nonce sort of stuff, very, very inspiring, because you can't get away from the reality of what he's talking about. Now, he, he so Tom Billy quotes him saying today when he said that the failure is accumulation of small events. For example, place where we said no when we could have said yes, or even place where we said yes when we should have said no. Now, of course, I'm paraphrasing and summarizing quite liberally there, but it is true, success and failure are the culmination of the little things we repeatedly do over time. Now, one of the things, or one of the little things that I do is have a cold shower every morning. I've been doing it for the last 18 months or so on and off. And this year I've doubled down on it. I've been doing it pretty much every day since March with the occasional blip. I'm currently on a 71-day run of cold showers every day. However, something's crept in that has started to eat away my precious time. After having my conventional shower, so I get into the warm, hot water and I lather up my hair, wash my hair and I wash my body down with some soap. Um, and then what I would then do is, before switching to the cold, I, um, I would spend some time in the hot water getting rid of all the soap before turning to the cold. Now, um, it's now heading into autumn here and what's happened is the water here has cooled. When it gets to the cold setting, it's colder than it was in June and July. Um, the temperature of that water has dropped. And so it's more of a shock when I have the cold water hit my body. So I'm, delay I'm delaying it longer and longer before I pluck up the courage to go cold. And that means occasionally my schedule drifts by 10, by 5, by 10, even 15 minutes because I'm putting off the inevitable. And sometimes I've, I've even missed my usual target of starting work at half seven every day. So um, that's the drift I referred to in uh, the episode that uh, was called, I had it episode 286, um, although that numbering won't be on the, if you're listening to this on a podcast platform, but it's called Beware Slippage Can Occur in the Shower. So I talked about that then. Um, so today, after finishing my conventional shower, instead of rinsing off in the hot water and then luxuriating in the comfort of the high temperature water again before I go straight to cold, I went straight to cold. Now, that speeded things up. <laughs> it also shocked the system a little bit. But what happened was I got out of the shower on time and I wasn't faffing about. It was in, functional shower, cold water, out. It's just a small little change. But that choice means that I've probably given myself 5, 10, even 15 minutes back of my day every day. And I'm starting to hit my target. It does a whole load of other things. And my target of starting work at half seven. It does a whole load of other things. It starts to reinforce the identity that when I say I'm going to start at half seven, I start at half seven. It reinforces the identity that when I'm going to do something difficult, I do it and get in there. I don't faff about. It reinforces the identity that I'm a productive person. I do things, I do the right things. So whilst it's only a small little action that little marginal gain will have a knock-on effect. It's like the butterfly effect. So if the butterfly flaps its wings in the Far East somewhere, two months later, that little bit of air is now a raging tornado in some other part of the world. That's the principle. And so it's just these little things that make a difference. It's these marginal gains, these small things, successes, small little gains accumulated over a long period of time. That's what makes success. Now, conversely to that, um, is this uh, I'm not good enough feeling that I often get. Um, and there's an approach that um, I 
want to share with you that was stimulated by what I heard on Tom Billy's motivational speech this morning. So um, one of the things he said was that some of the things that I may want to do for the future, or I do want to do the future, seem impossible for me right now. Um, and that's because they are. Because at the moment, I'm not good enough yet. I'm not good enough yet to be able to do those because they are impossible for me because I can't do them. So the key question is, whilst I'm looking up to what might seem impossible now, is I've got to try and do that. I've got to have a go at doing it. And the question isn't to sit and beat myself up that I'm not good enough yet, or I'm not good enough, but it's to think about yet and ask myself the question, how can I do that? And essentially, that's what I did this morning over the shower thing. I realized my approach was not working, that spending too long in the shower was wasting time. So I asked myself the question, how can I deal with this? And interesting, the solution was to go straight to cold after lathering up. Now, I didn't like the solution. It didn't sound very nice to me because I quite enjoyed that warm water bit. It sort of eased me into getting me ready for that sharp, cold shock and then the endurance of that for at least 60 seconds. So I didn't like the idea. But then if I liked the idea and success was easy, then everyone would be successful. Um, and so sometimes you have to do things that are uncomfortable in order to get... Uh, so the pain now will give the rewards in the future. And there's a phrase I, I can't remember offhand. I must look this up, see if I can quote it verbatim. But it says, the pain of, if you avoid pain now, you'll, the pain will come in the future. If you take the pain now, the future will be much easier for you. It's something along those lines. So um, when I asked myself the question, how can I deal with that? My solution was to go straight to cold after lathering up. Work to treat. Now, this isn't about reducing my shower time. It's just the story that I'm telling you that illustrates the point of the insight that I got. This is about something that, when I see something that isn't supporting my goals and aspirations, it's about doing something about it. Now, it's only a small thing, but that's all it takes for success and failure. So, some good progress was made today. However, I'm still struggling to get focused. Again. Now, this morning I found myself wandering around, wandering around what I should be doing today. Um, I had to go to, and, and, and do a walk around the garden again to get things going. And I had to start questioning myself, why is it that I'm struggling to get going? I'm really highly motivated. I've got very, very clear goals. But what's happening is that I don't seem to just get all cylinders firing at the right time. And part of it, I think, is about having too much to do. With so many things on my plate, my mind is spread across the thing. I've got to do this, I've got to do that, I've got to do this, I've got to do that, I've got to do this, I've got to do that. And in reality, I can't because there's a Russian proverb I've quoted a few times, which is, if you chase two rabbits, you'll catch neither. And this links to the one thing question. What's the one thing I could do that would make everything else either irrelevant or much quicker? And the ability to be able to take what you do need to do and, and instead of looking across the breadth of it is turn it around so you look at one item at a time. Uh, that, that, is, that is how to do it. And then to be able to do that to the exclusion of everything else, I'm sure would be easy. Now, it's easy for me to talk about that. But actually putting that into practice when my mind's all over the place in the morning is, is a bit worrying for me. But having had my cold shower experience this morning... I've now got a new way of approaching this challenge. I've got to start asking my other question, myself the question, how can I do that? How can I evolve? How can I get better? And I think that's the secret to dealing with that.
So um, do come and see us at profitproductivity.com. You'll find all the episodes there with show notes and pictures and resources and links. And it'll be great to see you. So that's today's episode. Until tomorrow.